Check, check. I mean, the levels should be the same as last night. So Are the levels the same as last time? It'll be fine. Well, I guess we'll find out mm-hmm. on this week's episode of Encyclopedia I'm Wearing Brunch. a Hat. Oh, different show. Different show. Got it. Few times I've run around the park, but I ain't no hollerback girl. No, he ain't no hollerback girl, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tim Dobbs here on Encyclopedia Brunch. <laughs> it's good to be here, Catherine. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm all right. Is this a show? <laughs> Seems to be. Well, I don't I know. Have asked that. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk about podcasting. Don't talk about podcasting. podcasting. Don't talk about mouths. Uh-huh. Don't talk about podcasting. Uh-huh. Every time that uh-huh. we do an episode, okay. I put up, I put up the giant list of things that we're not going to talk about. And I, of course, am your host this week, <laughs> Catherine Cogart. It's really great to be here. Thank you, Catherine. You're welcome, Catherine. So. <laughs> did you say my name yet? I did. It was like the first thing I said. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's good to get top billing above most other words. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were a second day, no holding back, girl, if I'm recalling correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're hosting. What are we doing now? So we're going to talk about a topic this week because that's what we do every week on Encyclopedia Brunch. We take a topic. Right on out to brunch. Uh-huh. Our topic this week. Shopping malls. Oh, I was going to do the describing the topic thing, but I guess some other time. Uh, it's if, okay. it, uh, a careful listener will note that I always give the topic and then give a subtitle. Yeah. Well, you describe the topic as though to an alien. Well, yeah. Like me. Um, <laughs> secrets abound this week. <laughs> Shopping malls. Shopping malls. Um, not, not eating malls. No, sir. No. Well, what are maybe other a little. kinds of malls? Well, um, a mall can be... Okay, so to clarify terms here, mm-hmm. we should... Um, we're not talking about sort of an, an outdoor promenade. No. Um, we're not talking about a strip mall. No. Um, we're not talking about a national mall, that kind of use of the word mall, where it's sort of like uh, an area to walk around. Right. Not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about your classic mall. The classic 1950s exurban Big building with a huge parking lot around it, um, and then many accoutrements after that. Oh, certainly. The accoutrement capable of a mall. Capable? I don't know. Words. Work with They're me great. here. Um, <laughs> hey, words. Work with me. <laughs> and uh, to, to be like really specific, we're talking about the sort of mall that developed kind of in the post-World War II era in America mm-hmm. um, in a number of places. But, uh, Catherine, you may be surprised to find out. That there, while it appears this was just an emerging trend in general, mm-hmm. maybe as people got more cars, people tried to like move further outside the city, right. new affluence. Um, one of the first uh, actual outdoor shopping malls or indoor shopping malls in right. this vein right. was the Northgate Mall in the suburbs of Seattle. Really? Founded in 1950. Oh, of course, a concept like malls would come out of this, this really weird, isolated part of the country. <laughs> Where we try really hard to not think about what's happening in the rest of the country. (laughs) Yeah, the idea is, okay, let's build a building where we can pretend nothing else exists. Nothing else exists. Just Julius. You know, so the thing about the Northgate Mall, we were there just earlier this evening, weren't we? Yeah, we did a little quick um, tour of the mall. Yeah, trying to get some inspiration. Right. Yeah, get a Wetzel's pretzel. Some field field research. So I think there's a couple interesting uh, aspects of the Northgate Mall. First of all, 
there are um, two different pretzel places. There's an Auntie Anne's and a Wetzel's Pretzels. I find this is true in most malls. Really? I, I really feel like there's only one usually. Name some other malls. Bellis Fair Mall in Bellingham. Did you know? Does oh, the Enfield Mall have a Wetzel's Pretzels and an Auntie Anne's? I think there's nothing inside the Enfield Mall. My hometown, for right. listeners. Um, I think there's nothing in it anymore. <laughs> okay. So it's just a weird... It's like a haunted mall where oh. we have to stay in it all night and to inherit the mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My Uncle Mollington <laughs> wrote to me sure. in his will. Sure, because Wilfred Mollington invented the mall. Is that not right, Tim? <laughs> Actually, uh, it was a man named Victor Gruham. Well, that sounds like definitely how we would say his last name. Groom, I don't know. How do you say Moving that? Moving on. G-R-U-E-M. Uh, oh, he's a bridegroom. Sure. <laughs> he's both of them. <laughs> no, it's a bridegroom. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, a, so that's a, a word a real as well. thing that people say, yeah. Like a pianoforte. Well, that like maybe like old-timey scottish people would say <laughs> yeah when would you say that ever if you're an old-timey person mm, i guess not yeah. me no sir you're a newfangled tim yeah <laughs> no one can figure out how i work <laughs> well anyway so victor bridegroom uh groom um in 1957 uh brought us the first mall that was advertised as this has come to the shopping mall and it, he was the architect behind uh this this concept of like huh. okay let's make it very car oriented people are going to drive okay. to stroll drive to stroll drive, drive to stroll to stroll well this is not unlikely like un- this is not unlike taking the child the children out to the park but it's like a park where you can buy things yeah and it's it, less green it's a replacement for and I, I believe this was mentioned in the uh, original idea um, by one Mister Victor Bridegroom mm-hmm. um, apologies to him um, I won't stop <laughs> we're just but we're apologies. just bullying people in history. Oh, time-traveling bullies, <laughs> would you like to either A, write and star in this TV show with me, or B, actually execute on this concept? Definitely B, strong B. <laughs> but then make our money with A once we've had our adventures? Right, because okay. we'll, we'll, it'll be a documentary and we'll pitch it as a found footage, <laughs> you know, fictional show. Hey, Albert Einstein, stop sticking out your tongue. You look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your first go-to is Albert Einstein? Yeah, and calling him dumb. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so I want to say that, like, the just, just calling someone the opposite of what they clearly are, uh-huh. not effective. Yeah. However, uh-huh. as listeners may recall way back in our episode on sleep patterns. Oh, my God. Uh, I was bullied very much in that vein. It was just like, we're just going to call you a thing. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And they're like, well, we're still doing it. And yeah. it still got to me. People are monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and we will be history's greatest monsters. History's greatest monsters. <laughs> Traveling through history. <laughs> we could bully Hitler. <laughs> Make sure that the Holocaust happens <laughs> and bully Hitler. Uh, okay, wait. So, but let's say we have to do one. We're, we're trying to slate out a season. We have to do one per century. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to go back and do maybe James Watt uh, in the 1800s. Oh, wait, James Watt is? Invented the steam engine, I believe. Oh. And if not, he was he was a big name in thermodynamics. Okay, why do you want to bully him? No, no, no. It's just who I think of when I think of... <laughs> just I think a of, nerd. <laughs> I think of the 1800s as a time of like thermodynamics and stuff. And also, yeah, he was probably a nerd. Okay. And also, you know why I hate science. Scientists of antiquity irritate me because they were basically rich Low people with enough time fruit. to like just dick around. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, Vanderwalls. We got to go bully oh, him. Oh, we absolutely have to bully Vanderwalls. <laughs> Okay. What episode did we detail, uh, Vanderwalls? Ah, uh, it's a recent one. Yeah, yeah in the show notes somewhere. Six months or so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See episode later. Um, <laughs> 1700s. It's your turn. 
Uh, 1700s. I think, uh, what happened in the 1700s? American Revolution. Uh, I uh, see. French Revolution? French Revolution, too. Um, um, before that. Mm, Gosh, I don't know. It's sort of a blank slot for me, actually, which is pretty bad. You know what's coming to mind for me? What's I don't that? know if this is... I don't. First of all, it might be... I'm pretty sure it's 1700s. We're the bullies. We get to make the rules as we go. It's just coming to mind. It's just mm-hmm. being a spontaneous idea, just throwing ideas up on the white ball, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the whiteboard. Le Chatelier. I don't know. He seemed all right. I just love the elegance of his principle. That's all. <laughs> but I don't know. It's kind of a low-hanging fruit thing, it feels like. Mm, I guess. Uh, okay. Fine. But we can't just bully nerds. We have to bully equally. That's classic bullying technique, though. I know, but I think that we're better than nerds that through history. as bullies. <laughs> Fine. Who do you want to bully? Um, I guess we could bully the insecure, who are often bullies themselves. I kind of want to bully Martin Luther. Yeah. As long as it's not Martin Luther King, I don't want to bully no, him. No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> he put up with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was already bullied enough. I mean, Martin Luther so was... Martin Luther. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, okay. Why do you want to bully him? I kind of want to bully, like, kid Martin Luther. Just like, really, really get his heckles up. So he, like, gets really passionate and weird. <laughs> Tell him he does protest too much. <laughs> oh, are you making lists all the time? <laughs> Man, Nailed him to if, stuff. if you having girl problems, Martin Luther, I feel bad for you, son. I got 96 theses, but it ain't one. <laughs> but a complaint against the Catholic Church ain't one. Yeah, there it is. Was it called the Catholic Church back then or just the church? I, well, the Orthodox split would have happened already. Huh. Um, so I guess. I don't know. I don't know like what exact words they would have used. Let's find out in the break here on Encyclopedia Brunch when we talk about Moss. Activate the time machine. And we're back here on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about the thing that you go to buy an Orange Julius in the mall. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? How um, did I do? And Catherine explains the topic. Are you like looking for mentorship here? I am always. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fun fact for the listener. When someone introduced him to me, like, oh, here's someone who can mentor you. <laughs> really? And now we do this podcast together. Oh, I should have been listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> really letting everyone down here. <laughs> Uh, so, Catherine, mm-hmm. I thought um, there's the history of the malls. Yeah. You know, relatively interesting. Right. Um, a lot of people to bully in mm-hmm. the history of malls. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. So true. But also, this sort of modern mall, it's very idiosyncratic in and of itself. And I think in order to define what exactly makes a mall experience today. Right. You know, for instance, we went to the Northgate Mall from the 1950s. It clearly felt like we were in a mall. It was very mall-like. And I had a lot of shared ideas from the Enfield Square, Mm -hmm. which eventually became uh, Westfield Shopping Centers. Uh, There was a corporate thing in Connecticut Mall Land. Um, They were all bought up. (laughs) It just feels like the most suburban sentence that's been said. Mm, Yeah. Corporate thing, (laughs) Connecticut Mall. Yeah. Thing was the least (laughs) corporate word there. (laughs) It's the thing. (laughs) Um, but we had a lot of shared things and so I thought in order to just start, start to get a sense around this we could play a little game we're calling Mall Not Mall Maybe Mall <laughs> and so uh, 
Let's see. What's the what's the, the acronym there? Um, let's M- see. N- M- 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 <laughs> yeah. M- 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 so uh, I'm going to list uh, a couple of stores. And you okay. said, tell me, are these stores that clearly only belong in malls? You would not see this outside of a mall. Right. Are this a store that like definitely wouldn't belong in like it'd be weird to see that in a mall okay or is this a st- store that kind of it's a sort of chameleon store tim can i say i'm really excited to play this game with you okay all right you can say that i'm really excited to play this game with you i'm trying to support you as your mentor <laughs> Just, i don't know what are you mentoring me in and being a weirdo i guess but i don't know i feel like i'm better than you i have that, a proven so. record what <laughs> We learn from each other. Oh, it's true. Yeah. It's true. We teach each other every day. It's beautiful. <laughs> now, to continue playing... Mm, um, your, first, uh, your first one is a Brookstone. Oh, that's a, that's a mall and or airport. Do they have those in airports? Oh, absolutely. Or a sharper image. Sharper image. Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh but definitely, it belongs in you know airports in in their own way are they're sort of like malls. they're travel malls. Yeah, travel yeah. malls. They're real sky malls. Yeah, <laughs> to coin a phrase. <laughs> I don't think anyone said that before. <laughs> All right, next, uh, Sears. A uh, Sears. I don't think I've ever seen a Sears not attached to a mall. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Is that incorrect? Correct. There's no right or answer. Or somewhat here. correct. It's not. There's no wrong answer. There is no right answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's fruitless. <laughs> it's true. There's no. There's no right answers here, only wrong ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have seen Sears outside of malls, and they look very much like 1940s throwbacks. Interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, I have the same thing. They're, they're typically anchor stores you inside of malls. You worked in Sears? I did work was at Sears. Was that a mall attached Sears? It was. Oh. And we had, because malls um, in, this, in this formula are so often huge central buildings with massive parking lots mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they color-coded the parking spaces. And oh. I look for this at other malls. I don't always catch it, but... I don't know the outer ring of parking spaces were yellow and the mm-hmm. inner were white. Right. And we were told as mall employees, you must park in the yellow spaces or else you get in trouble. Huh. I don't know how they would have known. Yeah, I don't think they would have known. I think once or twice I parked in a closed space because I was late. <laughs> and nobody knew because nobody cares. Because no one cares because you're at a mall. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we're getting somewhere here. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's say a hot topic. Oh, mall. They're all malls. Could you a uh, picture like just close your eyes for a second and try to picture a freestanding hot topic okay. store? Just like give me give me some like visual cues here while I'm closing my eyes and trying to envision this hot topic that's not attached to a mall. Sure, let's not pull it too far from its home stand. Let's put it inside of a strip mall. Okay. So it's um one of those uh right angle strip malls. There's the big grocery uh, store on one side. Let's call it a kinda, Safeway. Okay, you know, I can envision it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kind of feel like it's like on a market street. Uh, explain Market Street to me. The in in the Bay in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. Let's. What what says Market Street to you? Uh, it's, Market Street in San Francisco is like there's a lot of like it's low like a rent Louis Vuitton. stores. Oh, okay, I see what you're that saying. That part of Market Street. Yeah, different part. Yeah, that's like Union Square. Union Square. Yeah. Um, which is like a a mall that developed without the mall. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that'll bring us to our next uh, one. Okay. Victoria's Secret. We've discussed this already. We've been through this before, but... We didn't go through the Victoria's Secret. No, we didn't go through the Victoria's Secret, but we've been through the concept of the Victoria's Secret again and again and again. Stop making me sound weird. <laughs> There's just a pad, a giant pad, and it just says, it says things not to talk about, <laughs> mouse, 
that weird crinkling sound I made. Uh-huh. Another thing that I listed that I don't remember now. And then it just says Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret again and again and again and again. But what's the secret? <laughs> I have to know. There's such a mystery. Her boobs. Her boobs is a secret. Oh, I'll never know. <laughs> um, so maybe mall. Her boobs are the secret. Excuse me, grammar. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's up. Uh, like I read the secret <laughs> and I put it out there in my mind. I'm like, boobs. boobs. <laughs> hmm. Just like put it out there in the universe. They'll come to me. And do some good deeds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, maybe mall. That's where we land on Victoria's Secret. I think. I, I, I sort don't of? know. I've never seen one outside of a mall. Okay, so this gets us to where you envisioned the hot topic, yeah. which was in like a Union, Union Square, Square type place in San Francisco, which is like a at least half a mall. Yeah, which is kind of like there's this whole realm of like it's an outdoor promenade it it, it is what the mall was modeling right yes. it's it's this idea of like uh a place with a bunch of yeah like stores and, and high-end reliable stores where yes. you might want to go not not and this is key you're not looking for something kooky and special no you're not gonna like go to some like night market in asia like that's not what you're doing here you're no. looking to like you need things and you want to go a reliable place to get them mm-hmm. you trust sears you trust nordstrom you trust victoria's secret right yeah I don't um, trust Victoria's Secret. I don't trust Sears. I do trust Nordstrom. Sears is actually. Don't trust me. I mean, I wouldn't trust. Having worked at Sears, uh huh. Um, what you do know, you trust about Sears? I trust uh, Craftsman Tools, essentially. Oh yeah, okay, fair. You can return them forever. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's the the whole thing up and down Nordstrom. Mm, yeah. So I trust Nordstrom. Reliable. And also, you know, son of Seattle. Is Nordstrom really? Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. The Nordstrom family is a big part of the like upper echelon of Seattle, like. Seattle socialite culture, as I understand it. All right. I don't know. It's weird here. It's a weird place. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You're building your own little insular malls and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Walmart. Malmart? Is that a mart of malls? Walmart. Malmart Mall Cop. <laughs> um, okay. Give me the spec script for this film. Like, what's, what's the treatment? Like, what's All right. The- All right. It's a, it's a man... Who suffers from um, delusional disorders. Mm. He thinks he's a mall. Okay. And he just spends a lot of time in the mall. And then he... Because he's spending so much time there and the kindly mall owner, as all mall owners are, they're notoriously known for being very kind and like good-hearted and just genuinely like like great people and trustworthy pillars of the society and the community. The local community is what I'm trying to say here. Mm -hmm. The mall community, really. So he gives this, this delusional man... A uh, a job mm-hmm. uh, as a as a as a mall cop, uh-huh. and then there's a big heist, and then it, the mall gets robbed, and then he loses his job. Does he think he's a mall the whole time? He thinks he's a mall the whole time. Yeah. Okay, but that's sort of incidental to the plot. Well, it's the whole reason he's called Mall Mart Mall Cop. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm glad we nailed down the name. Yeah, yeah. It's good to know why you're named a thing. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Why are you named Tim? Um, because it was going to be Tim or Elijah, and my dad was like, eh, I don't really I like, don't like Elijah. Elijah Wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's roughly my age, so he's a little older, but I don't think he was a deal at the time. <laughs> uh, it's Elijah Wood kid that lives next door. I don't think he's going to amount to anything. Uh, my middle name was uh, named after a TV show, which makes a lot of sense. That's so, fun. Like, yeah, that feels kind of like I was destined. <laughs> um, so. I think we were trying to get to Walmart is definitely not, uh, no, b- doesn't belong in a mall. It's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? Why? It has what all what the, features does it have that it doesn't It has a it grocery more? store in it. Mm, true. Yeah. Grocery store. Safeway? 
Uh, no. Yeah. No. Can't do it. No, no. Yeah. Target, yes, though. Target, yes, which is interesting. It is interesting. Because some Targets actually do, do have, have grocery, grocery stores. Store. Yes. Yeah. So why Target, yes, and Walmart, Target no? Target is a mall maybe, because you see them freestanding all the time. Yeah, Target is a mall maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I feel like, are there are there any non-anchor stores that are mall maybes? Um, flash through your, oh, well, I mean, food court things. Oh, you know what? Go ahead. Like weird, like a Woolies or something. <laughs> I don't know what a Woolies is. No, it's like it's like a weird independent store where they will like bought they where they sell like fair trade whatever who cares, and okay. they just happen to have a place in the mall because there was space there, and mm-hmm. that's they just wanted to have a shop where they would sell their fair trade symbols or whatever. Sure. Fair trade symbols. Symbols. Oh, like, like musical like, symbols. <laughs> symbol noises. Symbol noises. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what instruments sound like. <laughs> Yeah, you know that 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 classic like '80s thing that was it was like at the end of Ferris Bueller's. Mm-hmm. That was it was heavy symbol uses. <laughs> bow, 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 symbol, symbol. Talking about dogs in German. <laughs> mm, bow, bow. <laughs> oh, great! And this concludes this section of your German language podcast. And we'll be back in a moment on Encyclopedia Brunch. talking about what are we talking about malls malls thank you for reminding me uh-huh. you know i get distracted well, sure you're, you're a forgetful lady <laughs> uh, that's true i was <laughs> gonna get defensive but i can't <laughs> can't defend myself it's charming don't worry about it oh thank god all righty <laughs> so what's the weirdest mall you've been to uh let's see weirdest mall i've been to was uh oh the thing is, they're like all kind of the same. Um, the weirdest place I've been to a mall was probably in a town called Surabaya in Indonesia. Uh, but again, like you walk in, you're like, oh, it's a mall. All yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a fancy mall. What was, um, did they have like an Orange Julius? Or did they have like a... I don't recall. They had... Orange it, Julius in the native language. <laughs> uh, Bahasa Indonesia or something? I get confused because Indonesian and Malaysian are very similar languages, but they're, you know, they like to be very clear about differentiating them. Sure, yeah. Um, It's the old Starbelly speeches. uh, Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Uh, People like to have their own identity. It seems fine. Um, Yeah, if you have a star in your belly, that's meaningful to you. There was, yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's time for a second reading of that book. I mean, the lesson of the Starbelly speeches was like, you could have as many stars on your belly as you want or as few. It's fine. I feel like what I took away from that book, though, was like, you're a fool to get taken into superficialities. No, because they all they all get stoked on like how many different stars they can have, mm. and, like different configurations of stars, and it's 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 a book that embraces diversity. I'm gonna have to give it a close reading again. I think so. Yeah. You know, the first time I read the Sneeches, I like didn't get it. Right. You know how it is. But after I read it a second time, I really felt like it was starting to speak to me. <laughs> I had that with Go Dogs Go. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this dog going? Why do we, no why plot. did she keep talking about the hat? It's it's the sketch comedy of Seuss books. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, in in the Indonesian mall, I don't remember. I don't even remember if there was a food court. To be totally honest with you, um, 
but very small as I've been into in developing countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I've been to a mall in the Philippines and India. Yeah. Um, I went to the uh, largest mall in South America. Oh, interesting. Where's yes. that? Uh, it's in Brazil. Huh. Do you, yeah. What town? Like. I don't remember, actually. Oh, okay. I could have looked this up beforehand. I did know we were doing a podcast on malls, but, you know, here we are. Yeah. So um, that's I think it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's in the show notes. In the show notes. So, as I recall, in pretty much all these malls, um, a lot of the stores were, they're sort of high-end, often brand names. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a Borders. I think the hmm. most unique thing about this mall is that they sold books in Portuguese. Oh. Well, presumably yeah. a lot of places in Brazil do that. Yeah. 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 Um, it was like Fifty Shades of Grey in Portuguese. Hmm. Or whatever was hot then. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What um, year was this? I don't know. We'll get back to it. Um, <laughs> in our time machine as we bully <laughs> through history. Let's bully past ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah well so one of the differences i kind of see though is like a borders that kind of reads to me as like oh yeah it's a mall like yeah. you know very like american middle class which mm-hmm. a lot of times in these countries is like slightly higher class right uh but also like i you know i've seen some of that and it's it's picture pic, it's phrased phrased is also wrong it's 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 depicted it's it's somehow it's it's shown as a luxury brand demonstrated positioned um all these words and more in my latest collection of words, 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 volume five. <laughs> and then the scroll starts going by and a bunch of words. Words like demonstrate. Elephant. Demonstrative. Leftovers. Demons. Oh, you're just in the D's, I see. <laughs> Haunting. Um, Demure. <laughs> deafening. Definitely not. So, That's two words. I, You're out. You oh lost. No, I lost words. <laughs> it's such a simple game. Say one word. <laughs> um, the there's a lot of that kind of like okay, this is aspirational for a developing country, but there's also like brands I remember seeing like I was on the Champs Elysees once, right? Which is like sort of that more it's that higher end kind of like outdoor shopping district, right? Mm, yeah. Like a Union Square in San Francisco, maybe. Right. Um like it's targeted towards tourists, but also yeah. or vacationers or whatever. With, and I think the implication on the Champs Elysees is like these are the best fashion stores in the world because this is France. Yeah, just like Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. But Tommy Hilfiger, I don't think I wouldn't see a Tommy Hilfiger store in a mall in um, America. Also like Apparently, Abercrombie and Fitch is, like, a big deal in Europe. Oh, interesting. Like, people come from U.S. Like, if you work in an Abercrombie... I knew somebody who worked in Abercrombie and Fitch for a couple of years. Hmm. And, like, they would get a lot of European customers who are, like, come in. They're really into the brand. And they, like, buy, like, 700 like, $2,000 worth of Abercrombie and Fitch. And they bring it all back because it's, like, such a big deal. Yeah, sure. They so like girls weird. who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I... <laughs> oh, that's summer. Um... Yeah, okay. I mean, I think it's very interesting the way brand positioning is different around the world. It is very interesting, yeah. But I don't know. I guess that's most of what I know about it. It's like, seems interesting. <laughs> um, but the way that applies to malls around the world, though, mm-hmm. is there's like, so I was told when I went to the Philippines, I was like, oh, what do I go like do in Manila? Um, the answer is don't go to Manila. But, uh, oh, God, there's so much traffic. It's insane. Um, but... One thing I heard was like, well, a lot of like cultural life happens in malls, like where it might be in Europe somewhere, you know, in Italy somewhere on the piazza. It was just like, oh, yeah, you go to a mall to chat because um, especially in Manila, the like poor rich divide is so mm-hmm. huge yeah. that it's like 
the rich people live in gated communities and mm-hmm. if you want to leave that well you'd want to go to another place that like kind of feels protected from essentially just um, tons and tons of beggars on the right, street right. um yeah i think in italy like the malls there are so beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> like the most beautiful structure in Milan is the mall. It's and it, is it in the form of like a traditional suburban mall in America, or is it different? Uh, no, the stores are much nicer. There's like some I don't know if they're chains or anything, but there's some like like really really nice like leather stores because Milan, right? Sure, yeah, that makes um, sense. And is just like high fashion stuff. Do you have to drive to it? No. Okay, yeah. so it it was like in the city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, those exist too in America, but like, um, it was like a big deal mall. It was like a because Milan's like a fashion capital of the mm-hmm. world, kind of like Champs Elysees. It's in the middle of the city, right? You know, it's like this is the fashion district, and so it kind of takes the format of a mall. I see. That's Sans food court. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, a mall essentially, mm-hmm. um, and this kind of like loops us back to where we were talking about in the beginning. Is like the whole idea is like, well. Public life has dropped off to some extent because we don't really have small city centers anymore. We're trying to move out. We're trying to use our newfound wealth to like use the space, carve a little plot for ourselves. Yeah, um, be and the then, king of your own domain. Yeah, and yeah. then and then we've shifted uh, a lot of our transportation towards private car ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because of that, there's a really excellent uh, podcast uh, on the dollop about how we slowly shifted the idea of streets being for cars instead of for people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's in the show notes. Um, so many people died before we were like, oh, I guess we shouldn't let our kids play in the street. Still a lot of people die. It's yeah. like if you look up how many uh, hit and runs there are on the strip in Vegas, <laughs> it's very scary. Oh, like yeah, people who die. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's the thing about cars. We're always just like, oh, well, we should maybe reduce the number. And it's like, wouldn't it be nice if just like, oh, I don't know. Trade-offs. Back to our engineering wonder series. <laughs> people got to drive, I guess. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, also, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is like a very unsettling ad campaign. Right, sure. Right? Look at all those murders we did in Vegas. Yeah, all those pedestrians we killed. Yeah. Um, well, so the idea is, well, let's create a safe space where, like, this can be the public square. Right. And it'll be the shopping mall. Um, also, and the Strip's just a giant mall. That's true. The yeah. Strip is, yeah, it's a giant. But... It, it's a giant strip mall, literally. It's unique in its own way. <laughs> it is. In that, like, well, there's not giant casinos and roller coasters mm-hmm. and fountains everywhere else. Yeah, it's kind of Mall of america Right. But have you been to the Mall of America? I have not been. I, I would love to go. It also impressed me in its, like, <laughs> sameness. Like, yeah, it's a really big mall, but, like, the way malls are built, like... Y- y- I imagine it's, like, just a mall that just goes on forever with all of the Wetzel's pretzels. Basically. Like, I, okay, so in the Mall of America, there's a central area that has an amusement park, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But everything else about it is just, like... You can't really perceive you can't perceive the enormity of the building because it's just a low, long building, right? And like the Boeing hangar, yeah, like a Boeing yeah. hangar, yeah. And so it's like, um, it's sort of like being in a cartoon from the '60s where they're reusing the backgrounds, and as you keep walking, <laughs> it's like you're being just, a Flintstone. <laughs> what I just remember is that there were like multiple lens crafters in this thing, and it's just like that's not glamorous. This is not this isn't shouldn't be a tourist attraction. No, it feels like a weird dream. Like mm. I would love. To like be like running a hundred and five fever and then walking through the Mall of America, just like just to have that experience. Uh, yeah, no, I could see that. That's yeah. interesting. Apparently, there are people, and this is hearsay I heard from someone once, but there are people uh, who buying into that cachet of like American brand names. Mm-hmm. They literally fly into the Minneapolis St. Paul Airport, land, take the new light rail that connects it, 
Um, which is one reason they made sure that that mall went from the airport to the, uh, or the light warehouse went from the mall to the airport. For this very reason? Yeah. And there's also hotels in the mall. And so you can literally just not go outdoors. Well, it's cold in the winter. Well, yeah, but it's quite nice in the summer. Mm. So, and the idea of flying from Japan to like go buy a bunch of stuff seems kind of crazy without going outside in America, at least. uh, Uh, Well, I mean, I think if Purple Rain taught us anything, it's that Minneapolis is really nice in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the big lesson we were supposed to take away from that, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Okay, so I'll put it to you. Uh-huh. Uh, with everything we know so far, mm-hmm. so there's like this, the malls were built to be this community square, but then of course created a, a sort of an isolationism eventually. Is, yeah. Do you want to talk to anyone at the mall? Mm, no. Like very pointedly really. no for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I do enjoy the mall. Here's ugh, the public. Let me tell you this experience. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the, the Wetzel's Pretzel stay in the mall because I always get a pretzel if I go to the mall because why not lean into it? Have a little fun. I think lean into it for sure. I love getting an Orange Julius yeah. or a Jamba Juice. Oh, sure. But a Jamba Juice is a maybe mall, mall maybe. That's a mall maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's exciting when we find one. <laughs> uh, real black swans, these mall maybes. <laughs> the, yeah, so I, I went to this thing and I kind of, I just gotten used to like, um, you know, I'm up, I'm up here in Seattle uh, for a couple of months now at a couple like different cafes and like I'm working in cafes and like uh-huh. and everyone's super friendly. And so you walk in, and you go, oh, hey, how's it going? And you don't really even order your thing right away. You're just like, hey, how are you today? And, you know, you have a little back and forth maybe if they're in the mood and if they're not, it's fine. You order a thing and away you go. This Wetzel's Pretzels guy, I said, hey, how are you? And he, he like was baffled. And he was like, uh, oh. well, h- how old did he look? actually a little older hmm. um like maybe 30 hmm. which is old for a mall employee yeah um i don't know he was on his mall. phone i was like mall though i noticed that the north lake mall employees are not typically not teenagers north gate mall north gate mall okay got it sorry that's fine um that's interesting do you have any further thoughts on that or mm, i think maybe just how hard it is to make a living in the city could be <laughs> yeah yeah oh. hmm yeah, well, because I guess because they're all chain stores, they probably pay minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Northgate is within the boundaries of Seattle, or uh, yeah, it is. Okay, so it falls under the Seattle minimum wage of. It does $15? feel like you are immediately when you go to the Northgate Mall. It's like it really does feel like you are um, in the suburbs, like immediately. Yeah, well, Seattle and a lot of parts of Seattle that are inside the city borders have yeah, that feeling. There's a lot of interesting corridors of like oh urbanity, and then it's suburban and then it's urban and then you have these like weird suburban corridors american dream you know yeah having it all this is what uh la gave up years ago when it it was like no we can we can all live outside the city and then just like go in sometimes and then it turns out like yeah with that many millions of people it won't work doesn't work out yeah yeah Yeah, and we we are seeing the slow eradication of these suburban corridors in seattle as like population growth happens well you know i'm an urban radical so i say good riddance but that's me Uh. uh I can't summon an opinion about it. <laughs> <laughs> Not even with your l- new hexes and spells you've learned? <laughs> Wingardian <rise>. opinionation. <laughs> oh, I, that, that'd I was be using really a wooden spoon as a wand, everybody at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just I want to confess that. It's good. It's good we got that out there. <laughs> so we talked about this idea that like, okay, it was this sort of like, community center but then it sort of shied away and ended up not becoming that and it is what we're talking about now this sort of like um it's a way to isolate and sort of get away and sort of cling to that suburbanness Mm -hmm. um and especially things like you you have to have a car to get there yeah the northgate mall you could live pretty close to it but like no actually there's a there's a transit station there like a pretty big one oh that's good yeah okay so you could take yeah. yeah um 
but uh generally this idea that like okay so i'm going to take some sort of transit to get to a place where i will then walk around yes as opposed to like well i'll go walk around and buy things yeah um uh and then we've got kind of mixed in with that the whole like brand name aspect um which is important in some places and you know less important in others right um what i'm thinking now you know and that here's another thing i want to bring up about malls there's it's very easy like they make it very easy for you to just say like i want to be an x type of person and then there's a store for that. And you go in that store and you buy the things in that store. You know what I'm saying? I think that's really interesting. Yeah. And you don't see that so much like just kind of in boutiques and stuff. You don't see. Yeah. Well, I think that's branding. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is, it's absolutely branding. Right. Yeah. But what's really key that I think you've keyed in on. Keys. Interesting. Um, <laughs> is uh, that you can kind of do the shopping for the identity there. Yes. So it's, it's it's like a meta shopping in that yeah. you're not going into a store and looking for things. You're going into a collection of stores and looking for stores with identities that you can then go into. Yes, 100%. Mm, yeah. That is interesting. And we don't have anywhere else really in like the landscape that I've noticed in America, places where there's just a bunch of brand names all at once. Maybe a strip mall. Brand names or a bunch of basically a bunch of identities you could shop for. Well, I'm trying to make the connection that brand names are identities. Like, mm, yeah, that's what they're yeah. trying to sell you typically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can have a di- couple different variants of an identity within a store, but it doesn't really vary much. Yeah. Sure. Like, I think I decided I wanted to become more more fun, I guess, is the word we're going to use here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started shopping. We were all asking you to. Forever 21 <laughs> is how that sentence ends. <laughs> mall store, right? A big mall store, yeah. yeah. Though I have seen them um, separate. Oh. Yeah, there's one downtown. Really? There's also an H&M downtown. H&M, not mall. Yeah, H&M I don't think is a mall not store. Mall. I don't think I've ever seen that in a mall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so because I decided I wanted to become like less stuffy in my sartorial choices, I decided to start, start shopping like, or start dressing like a teenager. <laughs> Because I'm a grad student, I can get away with that sometimes. I can. Well, anyway, <laughs> you're doing great work. Um, Thank you. I'm sorry. Where, where were you going with that? Um, you I, made the decision to be. Oh, and so you. And it was easy to just walk into a Forever 21 and be like, "All right, what are teenagers wearing? Here we go." Mm, what's the branding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also there is this connection too with like teenagers because at least for me like you go to the mall because there was nowhere else to go in my hometown like yeah. that was the only place we could just hang out and walk around that right. wasn't i mean it was the only place we'd go and hang out and walk around like everywhere else was like dangerous or someone's house yeah yeah we um it was an open-air mall in my high school and but the thing is like you, there... you're gonna want to clarify there was an open-air mall in your high school oh i'm sorry excuse me um so i went to boarding school there were buses to the mall but the mall was an open-air mall um and so but like it was still a mall it had all the mall things there was a victoria's secret and a cold stone creamery and maybe a movie mall. theater maybe mall for sure maybe yeah. mall. um and uh, oh what else was there macy's mm-hmm. and santa was there at christmas <laughs> yeah your friend santa <laughs> well you know we're just friends it's like a casual relationship because jewish <laughs> yeah yeah that makes sense it's very awkward being a jewish child when santa approaches you mm. what do you tell him like, I always said I'm Jewish. Like I'm not. I'm. We're not allowed to talk. And he would be like, "Just tell me what you want for Hanukkah. It's fine." <laughs> and I'd be like, "No, I'm Jewish." And my parents would just laugh, <laughs> <laughs> like jerks. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've, you know, I'm not like a practicing Christian. Um, yeah. and so 
I've just sort of accepted Christmas as like, yeah, it's a secular holiday in America these uh, days. Absolutely. It's yeah. a real mall holiday. I actually love going to the mall at Christmas. Really? You get the oh, music. You know it's like, I go once. You do not spend more than an hour or two no, there. Go, but like, go re- like three days after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Right after Black Friday yeah. like, dies down and like everybody's avoiding buying Christmas <laughs> presents, you know? Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've even done this thing. And I, I like that the, the Santas have done this thing. You know what I um, love even more? No, let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, is that they do this thing where they're just like, I know you're Jewish, but like, I'm barely Christian. So I think we can all do this stupid Santa thing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're Jewish, but I'm drunk. So we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't think Christmas means much to me. So I'm assuming Hanukkah means nothing to you. <laughs> but let's just kind of get this over with. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the Christmas spirit right there. There it is. <laughs> Let's just kind of get this over with. Um, but uh, speaking of the the mall that's not a mall, I really, really, really love Vegas at Christmas time. It is a mall in a sense, yeah. yeah. Um, the strip. The strip. strip. Yeah. At Christmas. Time. Not the rest of Vegas. No. Yeah. Okay, so the question I was trying to get to many oh, minutes shit. ago, many um, minutes, many moon minutes, and I think I think this this kind of wraps us back around. Yeah, is a mall a monument? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a site? Is it a place to go? Is it is is it a um a, a point of interest for for me personally? Answer the question. <gasps> no, <laughs> I I I say no, sir. What do you say? Yeah, you know, I was all ready to say no because it, it, it's so much a symptom of an overly dispersed community. It's kind of one of those nexuses, right? However, mm-hmm. I think what we've just talked about, like that feeling of like overly tight control, like like a like a jacket that's fitting a little too tight, right. a sort of straight jacket, maybe or like um, a leather jacket that's a little small, just, it's very snug, it's but like it's very stylish. Snug, yeah. I, it's sort of uh, yeah. I should have bought that leather jacket we saw. <laughs> yeah, I think that would look good on you. Um, Northgate Mall. Uh, oh, your leather jacket needs. I think there's actually something there. I think that that like that coziness that especially appeals to me at Christmas time around the holidays when right. I'm trying to desperately, desperately to find some sort of Christmas spirit because like everyone else is doing it and why don't I have it? Well, you know, you should just be Jewish with me. <laughs> it just makes so much more sense why you're better. <sighs> I'm not going to do the work to convert. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that actually makes it sort of an interesting point of interest. Interesting point of interest um, is it, it is the home of like absolute manufactured comfort and control. So there that, are brands that are thinking about what your basis desires are and how they can get you to exchange money to feel good. Yeah. And you can just go to that place yeah. and you'll just like feel like, well, this is like the perfect shade of beige. I mean, okay, so then what What I hear you saying then mm-hmm. is that if you've never been to a mall before, please go. But otherwise, why if you know? If you know. Maybe I want a pretzel. Okay, yeah. I like to go like once a year or something if I have the sure. reason. If I need to go to a Macy's, for that instance. That doesn't make it a monument. Point of interest, I think, is more fair. Point of interest. Sure, like a pokey stop. <laughs> well, if we're going to say that... Uh, that I'm going to end the episode. Uh, yeah, that's fair. All right. I'm going to end the episode because I technically am hosting. <laughs> Good listeners. Comfort and control is important. Thank you so much for joining us, Tim. Thank you so much for interrupting me and for not interrupting me. Hmm. Here, and, here and there and thither and hither. May we have all sides of the coin. <laughs> May we have three-dimensional coins. Spheres? 
Aquinas is three-dimensional. I guess so, yeah. Well, I think we've learned a lot here today. <laughs> it's been fun. Uh, well, it's Catherine Cogart over here. And Tim Dobbs over there. Oh, we did it right. Oh, I'm not supposed to do it that way. Bye. Bye.